This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, Halflings! It's me, Jasper William Cartwright, and I am joined today by... Jeremy Cobb, but David Knight calls me Cabba 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 Chameleon. Cabba 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 Chameleon. I thought you, I, I was wondering whether for a second he was going for like a, a version of Pac-Man. Like a Cabba 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 <laughs> yeah. Cabba. Like that's what I was wondering if it was that. But uh, no, okay. Yeah. Cabba, I think Cabba, we've Cabba, had Cobble Cobble as well earlier on. I think somebody we have hit had me Cobble, with. Cobble. Yeah. I think that might have actually been around Christmas time last year that we had Cobble Cobble. Uh, I'm looking I right know. now. I think so. Oh, Cobb Goblin. That was a good one. Cobb Goblin. Yeah, because I remember really laughing at that one because my, yeah, we don't need to rehash that. Anyway, nicknames <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick aside. Yeah, uh, Daniel we... Rice hit me with it. Anyway, please, sorry, oh, go ahead. Nice. No, no, I was going to uh, introduce our special guest for this week. That's right. Oh. There is someone else here. I would like to introduce... Producer, streamer, consultant, freelance editor, and localization specialist, a true jack of all trades, gloss and gadgets. Jack of all trades, but uh, master of fuck all, I must, must it. Hello, is. halflings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you even said hello, halflings. Oh, yes. I love it. I, love oh, I it. think you might be the first guest to have ever acknowledged the halfling at home. That's true. Wow. That's what a way so, to endear yourself to the audience. So rude of them. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've had guests talk about our stadium of fans that we always live stream every single one of our recordings to and how crazy they're going. Uh, yeah, a lot of people with foam fingers right now, uh, but we've never actually had someone fully say hello, halflings. Yeah, like come so. out, grab the mic off yeah. me and be like, hello, halfling. Love that. Big fan uh, of that energy. For those of you who couldn't see, uh, Gloss actually stormed into Jasper's room, shoved <laughs> yeah. him onto the ground, yeah. grabbed his microphone and Frankly, said quite that. alarming that you had my address. Uh, but, and then know, ran back to your afterwards. own house. Uh, I don't know how you did that, but it was very Unbelievable impressive. speed, uh, really, but but impressive stuff. Um, but, I mean, you are in the same country as me because yes. we have another Brit. We're getting them in right now. I may have to talk like this for the rest of the episode. <laughs> very, very upper class. <laughs> please do. Please yes. do. Um, Welcome, Gloss. I love the way that every time you do like this, the, the hoity-toity RP accent, I think it gets a little bit further up your nose, like every time. You know what my I mean? My entire larynx is in my nasal <laughs> cavity. <laughs> It just retreats. Your larynx just retreats. I'm so up. resonant right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's an echo in my room from, oh. our, na- from our nasal. I'm uh, speaking right now. Anyway, I'm done. Please, let's let's continue. Oh my god! This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragon. <laughs> Full prince vibe. Woof! <laughs> this makes them even more black. Cake, glitches, and bitches. Lands in the cusp of a teaspoon. Oh, no. On a nat 20. No! You think this is just a game? Let's 
sing it, I love it. Yeah. We're about to get into something real big now. Good, good. I'm glad that you're done. Um, so, Gloss, welcome to Three Black Halflings. Uh, very, very excited to have you uh, on. As uh, we found out from the the intro, you are a you're a streamer, and you've you've done uh, I'd say you've done a fair bit around the TTRPG space. And so, why don't we start from the beginning and find out a little bit about your how you got started in TTRPGs? What was the origin story for Gloss getting into this weird and wonderful world that we're all occupying? <laughs> <laughs> That we're all obsessed with. Um, yeah, yeah, like unhealthily obsessed with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, okay, so we'll, we'll go back in time. Well, good Thanks. heavens. <laughs> it's Doctor Who now. He's Doctor Who. <laughs> Gloss and Gadgets is about six years old. Gloss and Gadgets has seen the D&D cartoon. Um, and, you know... D&D is everywhere. D&D is in all pop media culture. But Gloss doesn't know anybody that plays D&D. Gloss and Gadgets doesn't even know how to play mm-hmm. D&D. Um, and Little Gloss uh, gets hold of this book. I'm just seeing if I have the book there. I do have the book <gasps> there. Uh... From her stepfather. <clears throat> and it's RuneQuest, Whoa. Land of Ninja. Original edition from the 80s. Look wow. at that. Look at that artwork on the front. That is a ninja. Well, I mean, that's someone's idea of a ninja on the front yes. there. Yes, this, this book is very dated, mm. I must admit. Mm. Very <laughs> dramatic. This book is very, very dated. But yeah, RuneQuest Land of Ninja, uh, Games Workshop from the 80s. And I read it. And... At the time, I'm like obsessed with everything Japan, uh, mm. you know, anime, learning the language, you know, the country is awesome. This is what kind of before Toonami. My stepfather was an animator, so oh. we consumed um, all things animation. And obviously, you know, <laughs> we had we had manga in our house and comic books and and, all, and, they, and they weren't for reading. They were references. But they got read. They got read. Um, And yes, I had this book, and I'm reading it, and I just love all the lore. But then I'm looking at the, you know, the text that's in there that's not fluff, and it says stuff like, "Use your key points in two D eighty four and add seven, and then Mm. turn around the corner and do a little dance, stick your left (laughs) leg in." And I have no idea what this means, and. Classic D and D, very different. Yeah, very, very different. So you know that gets put aside, and you know, I went to an arts academy in for my secondary school, and you know, I wasn't, I was too cool to hang with the nerds. Uh, please read as um, too dark. Um, <laughs> too I know dark that to feeling. hang around. Yes, too mm. dark to hang around with the nerds, mm-hmm. um, but um, too light to really hang out with all the cool dancers acted black crowd mm. as well um so I, like i just was in this group of misfits jump forward to uh leonie being 26 years old leonie is working for 505 games and on okay. thursdays is board game night and i turned up a couple of times we played munchkin we played card games you know that kind of stuff and the person one of the people there got obsessed with this show called critical role 
I don't know if you've had a better. I, I, have. I think we had someone on the show is, who is this really gonna? Is this? It, sorry, can I just? Is this really gonna happen? Are we doing another whole episode like this, Jeremy? No, it's happening. If you baby. think if, if you think I won't mute you, uh, like you're wrong. Like you're very wrong. There will just be weird gaps in the rest of the episode. Fine, <laughs> fine. Uh, uh, but yes, Critical Role uh, might have Great heard show. about Tiny, Tiny, Tiny Show. Yes, yes. Uh, at the time, I hadn't heard of it, but you know, I was being told stories about how they started up Thursday's board game night, and they were playing D and D through the starter kit. And I'm sitting there, and they're telling me about how the druid sent in their raven familiar, and it got squished by the dragon in the cave, and like all the shenanigans. And I, I just said really quietly, I don't even think anyone heard me, is I really want to play D&D. And someone heard me and it was the DM. And so he rolled up to my desk and was like, I hear you want to play D&D. <laughs> I was like, who told uh. you my secrets? <laughs> um, <laughs> you did. <gasps> <laughs> and I was made to buy the... Um, the player's handbook and a set of dice. And then a week later, I played my very first episode, first session of Dungeons and Dragons. And yeah, wow. it was addi- it was addictive. It, yeah, mm. it does. It. I think. I don't think you can quite predict the the, the what ha- the you know what happens when you first play. I think if you're if you're like nerdy inclined, I think that first session you. Just, I think something's changing within me, and I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. The think first taste is for free, but after that, you're always trying to recapture that same feeling you got from the first time you played. Capture? You added like three more. Capture. I am so proper. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inventing my own version of English. I, I, oh my god, please. I hate you. I, I actively dislike you, Jeremy. Rule Britannia. Oh man, wow. Um, so I think after, so after this then, how does, uh, how does Gloss and Gadgets then transition into, I want to do this as like a, th- as like a proper thing. I want to put myself and the, 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 what I do out there into the world and stream and, uh, and all of that kind of thing. By accident. Oh, yeah, okay. So like, most, like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. No one, no one plans to do no, this. No, no, no. Not, one. not nearly to the level that you end up doing it, right? No, like you always say, no oh, this pl- will be a fun thing. I'll do this like once or twice. Yeah, yeah, call me out. Um, no, yeah, completely, completely by I'm accident. I'm calling myself and Jeremy out. Yes, in that. we've exactly. all been called. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> when I discovered... Um, you know, D&D Twitter, because it, it was separate from TTRPG Twitter back then anyway. Mm. I I was looking around and I couldn't see anybody that, you know, was a person of colour anywhere mm. doing any of the streamed things. And, you know, streaming wasn't that, uh, you know, it was, it was big, um, but it wasn't to the heights it is today. <clears throat> and then I obviously discovered Christina Ariel and I was like, and I just latched on um, like mm. a parasitic worm or something and I was like oh yes I found one um, and I just kind of wanted to do it because I thought if if you know baby gloss and gadgets or someone that looked just like them um, I might have done it sooner than waiting until I was 26 so I just kind of wanted to be that person mm. just in mm. case someone saw 
Yeah. Hey, I can I can do that too. Uh, and that's kind of like how I fell into it. It wasn't supposed to be like a job or something that I got paid for. <laughs> I just ended up, you know, taking all the responsibility of running a channel, doing the overlay, doing the editing, <laughs> uploading, running the community, running the show, DMing the show, playing the show. <laughs> <laughs> you do all of those at once as well. That's what's so impressive. Like, yeah. yeah. Never again. I, I, I learned my lesson. I'm never doing it again. I did it once. I, you know, and now I see all the, you know, the younger people coming up behind me and I'm like, Ah, yes, yes, I too was young and energetic. You will learn. You will learn. (laughs) Yes, yes, wait until the burnout hits. (laughs) I think uh, that's like a really, that is an interesting thing that I would love to dig in a little bit further because I think that, you know, we've chatted about representation a bunch on this show, but like it's so true. I think D&D is not something that I ever viewed as accessible. I don't think for like, because because I think that it, it like it was like practically ingrained on my uh, my psyche that like whenever I thought of Dungeons and Dragons, I think most people even today when they think of Dungeons and Dragons, you probably maybe now get like a split image with Critical Role, but generally you picture like four nerdy teenagers who are like white cis dudes in the basement, you know, pizza to one side, like that is just what you see. And I, I the like, scene from ET, basically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's, I, I do think it's an interesting, it will be fascinating to see how the space does diversify. And I actually would love to see, like, how, in, from your point of view, having uh, been doing this for a while, like, how how have you seen the space diversify? Because we are getting more representation now, and I think people are stepping into the space a little bit more and uh, with more frequency, which is fantastic. And I'm wondering whether, it, like, you've seen it had an, like have an effect if that makes it sense. has. It has had an effect, a huge effect. Um, because, yeah, go back. Sorry, I'm just doing quick math of how old I am. And then when I actually came to 26, I'm 33 now. You know, <laughs> six, seven years ago, mm. um, there wasn't anybody that was mm. tan. Mm. Yeah. Tan, or, tan or darker yeah melanin was not in great supply uh, no it was not yeah. and now you know you can easily throw a rock you're at least two you know two recommendations away or two retweets away from someone who is melanated mm. and I love that for us mm. because and there's so much talent and there's, the stories are changing and how people are playing is changing. Mm. And, you know, all the flavors and all the seasoning is arriving. Yes. And it's just, <laughs> I just know in the future, you know, if there is a, ever another Gloss and Gadgets, which there is, her, her name is Isla Lily. She is my niece. She is my complete clone. She could be my child. She is that much. She looks like me that much. My sister was like, how did I give birth to my sister? I was like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, she's going to grow up to be a little fairy princess nerd just like me. And I know that, you know, when she's ready to discover D&D, I will, the space will be ready for her and she won't have to, you know, Mm. have all the struggle that everyone's had to, you know, claim their space in this. You're, you're going to do like space. a sort of fairy godmother thing where you kind of arrive, almost like float <laughs> down from the sky and sort of hand over uh, uh, the, I don't know, D&D 6th edition, you know. Uh, you turn a D20 into a carriage. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the defaults turn into to horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. I, I can, I can see it already. <laughs> it, it really does seem like in the last year uh, there have been just a flood of new uh, black faces in into the scene. Now it may yeah. be simply because I was, I've become more. Uh, more involved but even in the big shows uh, Dimension 20 for example mm. uh, having Orion Black take over as creative director uh, Abria has has been a DM now they have Gabe as a DM it seems yep. they're mm. really diversifying uh, it seems like there are faces that have been around for, for quite a while really uh, becoming more prominent in the scene which has been extremely gratifying uh, as a black person who is in the scene myself mm. I'm sorry, it's just really hard to take you seriously. Yeah, it is. It is. I shall set it aside. <laughs> I, I, I shall set it aside. Should we, should we pivot to American accents? Uh, do, should we do that, Gloss? Should we can, we all, do, can we I'm all sorry, do American I, accents for this? That would be I, can, I can only do Valley Girl, I'm really sorry. Yeah, and I have that's to fl- fine. I have to Girl flick my fine. hair while doing it because it's the only way to make it come out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. <laughs> that is, you know what? Like, I, that is unbelievably valid. Uh, unbelievably valid. But like your, your process of looking around the scene and seeing that there weren't any black uh, streamers, black, especially TTRPG streamers at the time, is very similar to what happened when we started Three Black Halflings. Mm. Because uh, Jasper looked first, and then I checked after and was like, "Oh, dang, yeah, you're right." There's like there aren't any, there I were think- no black D and D shows that we could find on YouTube uh, as as of like 18 months ago. Yeah, I think for for us, it was, I like the, I like your your clicks analogy because I feel like we when we started like a year ago, I feel like we were like six clicks away. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, but like maybe after five, you just kind of gave up because you were like, man, like really, is it this hard to find? Whereas two feels like reasonable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel, like I feel like that's reasonable. Um, and I think it's and and again, it's, I think it's about like the the uh, occupying all the same spaces. You know, like I think I think that like. For, for me, like when I think back on this show and any success that we've had, I'm like, because there wasn't a black talk show. Do you know what I mean? There might, there was, I think it was other black people in this space DMing and playing and, and, and black uh, uh, kind of groups coming together for, for, for playing and actual play and stuff. But like the talking kind of side of it, like a, a kind of talking heads version, that kind of, I didn't, it didn't seem like that, that existed at the time. And, and I think it's, um, it's so, uh, I think it's so rewarding for us that we have felt supported in the space. Do you know what I mean? And we felt like yeah. we were able to grow and we were able to take up that space. And even though we kind of didn't know what we were doing at the beginning and our audio mm. was terrible and, you know, like we, we didn't really know what, like we didn't have a podcast. <laughs> Do you yep. know what I mean? Um, uh, some might argue we still don't, but like at mm. least people were kind of willing to, to come along on that journey with us. And I was wondering whether you felt anything similar or like how was it when you started like did, did were people forgiving of of those kinds of things or was it more like hey you're like the only one so be good because that also is like a no, yeah. counter no, side I, mean, that was, does tend to I had the counter side it was really rough I mean mm. it's the reason why I'm mm. having the big break that I'm having right now mm. it was really really rough but luckily because of my background in marketing because, you know, I know how to make animations, because I knew how to stream, because I streamed for 505 games, I could come out of my production be on point. Mm. And that was the thing that people noticed straight away, was like, wow, the production of this is great. But it was um, 
unsustainable because it was one person, yeah. you know, and, you know, yeah. trying to ramp up so we had multiple shows so that we could compete with, you know, being, at the time the, the biggest channel was um, Encounter Roleplay so that we could grow and be like Encounter Roleplay where we could actually pay our cast and, and you know, pay our mm-hmm. way and pay for art. Everything came out of my pocket at that time as well. Uh, I think I ended up sinking like £7,000 worth of my savings in in this brief time that I streamed. Mm. Um, You know, paying for artwork, paying for equipment. Like, I have all the equipment. Mm. I've got sound mixers. I've got Mm. (laughs) four screens. I've got the stand. I have an amazing PC. Um, You know, I I even uh, upgraded my audio, you know, some of the cast members as well. But, like, you can go to my early shows and, like, see, like, cameras are fuzzy you, you know i was using a headset but then so like the journey is important as well but it was rough mm. and there was this pressure to come out perfect mm. i mean, don't get wrong i want to make this very clear it, that's part of that and elements of that still exist uh mm. there are yeah. people who are bigger than us in this space um uh definitely felt i think definitely feel the same thing that seems to have been a I'm actually not sure if we've talked about it as much on here, Uh, but I think for a lot, most creators of color, especially I've noticed black people, uh, even as far back, I don't know if you listen to like Sly and the Family Stone, but their very first album has a song on it, uh, which is like, I think 1968 is when that came out, which has, which is specifically about how black people, every time they go into a public space are constantly the underdog and are having to be twice as good in order to get half as far. Mm -hmm. And and there's so much if you look at how many like white streamers, especially white male streamers, uh, will just start out with like very almost no knowledge. It's just like, yeah, I'm just turned a camera on. I just got like a regular old web- webcam. Don't have all the cool setup and just talk and do whatever. And people are just like, eh. but you come in as uh, as a black person. And suddenly there is so much pressure, even though you have way more knowledge than the va- and and uh, I guess access to equipment as well than most of the most of the people that you would be competing against uh yeah yeah i think there's like an expectation of like having to prove something i think that's like uh, like and i think it's like a subconscious thing for a lot of people who are judging but like Mm -hmm. there is this like expectation of like oh you're not the normal people who interact with this kinds of thing so therefore i need you to prove that you know what you're talking about as opposed to just taking it as rote that you know because you're you know x y and z and i'm sure that there are like things in that respect that like black people would be judgy for but it's just like it because the white people own so much of the mainstream media and you know what I mean it is so much more prevalent you know what I mean I'm pretty yeah. sure that if you uh, were in a majority black space as a white person and just rolled up with a webcam and was like hey I'm gonna talk about jazz music I think you know <laughs> I, I guarantee there'd be a lot of black people like mm-hmm prove mm-hmm. it do you know what yeah. i mean yeah. uh where maybe i don't know like we might get a, a little a slightly easier time uh, like potentially i don't know if that's like not, i don't know if that's a fact or not but yeah not as much with jazz anymore well, it's maybe been kind of jazz. Con- yeah, jazz was <laughs> yeah, a bad jazz. example because i think <laughs> i know what you mean you know, yeah yeah hip-hop yeah, maybe i think hip-hop yes probably. yes yeah. exactly i mean it's exactly the same in the game dev space so you know because as i said i I, mm. I was a game dev and it was the same thing because i didn't have the the look you know the the quirky nerdy girl look i you know 
my hair is always in a in a nice bouncy curl. It looks incredible, by the way. The hair, I wish, <laughs> like, I feel like we're going to have to, we need to take some screenshot or something because the hair is just, it's too good. I'm it right, is I'm glowing. Looking it's so cool. Like, I've just come back out from work and you can tell, whereas Gloss right now, that, oh, you look like, it looks like fire. It's quite incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that was the point. That was the point. That I mean, the, okay, I, that this, this is my favorite. Really cool. this is, yeah, this is my favorite. Um, but um, yeah, it was the same. I, you know, I didn't have that nerdy girl quirky nerdy girl look and Mm. being in the game dev space where either everyone wore like tracksuit bottoms and you know and like a gamer (laughs) t-shirt which she said player one and then be like super mario on it or something like that (laughs) and then like their desks would be covered in like game memorabilia or you would like the quirky yeah yeah, or you like the quirky nerdy girl with like the thick eyeliner and the multicolored hair Mm -hmm. you know i was there and i would be turning up in a pantsuit (laughs) (laughs) yes you were there ready to do business i was there to do business i was a community manager i made a run this place that's awesome (laughs) and you know it was it was the same thing you know having to work three times as hard to prove that i belonged and oh the imposter syndrome that comes Mm -hmm. that comes with with your face that's not still fitting. real, right? Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know when that goes away. Maybe when you're like Dwayne the Rock Johnson or something. Maybe he, that I, guy. I don't think. Get I think it. that's why he works out so hard. It's just yeah. Like, well, yeah. Maybe. Maybe he's still. Point. He's still like. Mm, <laughs> yeah, I bet you. If it he ain't has swole, it too. then uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Nearly made me do a spit take. That was, that was <laughs> like, but actually, I think there's something to that where uh, imposter, w- when it comes to working out, this is this. Trust me, uh, this example will make sense. When it comes to working out, it's a really, really common phenomenon. Uh, especially, I know it's um, uh, at least among men who mm. who get into uh, trying to weightlift and getting bigger and stronger. That initially they're really excited about the gains that they see but the more that they learn and the more they pay attention to it the more they start to see flaws and it starts to turn from like wow look at these awesome gains that i've made to oh man i'm actually small like look at my tries they could be bigger my buys Mm. could be a little bit bigger like i could you know and you start to become really really critical and think like oh no and you start having to work even harder Mm. and i think the same is true with anything that you start doing more and more and more you start to some Sometimes see flaws that really don't even translate to the actual people who would who are listening to it, like to the actual audience. But you're like, oh, no, I'm not nearly as good. And then like it becomes like it's 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 I guess the equivalent of body dysmorphia that you get with mm. with bodybuilders. You get the same thing with this, with like uh, all other industries. And I, I think it absolutely exists in our field where it's like, oh, I'm trying to produce the best possible show. But then you're like, oh, no, there were slight audio imperfections in this in this particular episode. Yeah, or I stumbled yeah, over yeah, and there's yeah, or yeah. there was an edit or, you know, or we're not getting the exact numbers that we're looking for. Or the, this could have been a longer oh God, like the. So true. Yeah. And it becomes so instead of just being like, wow, wow, look at where we've come in comparison to where we were and how much better the show sounds. And people are loving it. Audience response has been great. Now it's like, no, the metrics aren't strong enough. Why don't we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You've literally quoted me. That's yeah. <laughs> we, we only managed like like double our listenership last month how yes. like well, how have we failed it's we need like, we need 150 percent growth why are we only at 135 yeah 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 <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this 
Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I, I, I had the exact same experience when uh, after I, de- I did the, the DMing on NADPOD, I then listened to like, I don't know, it was like, I think it might even be like the Critical Role campaign, like season uh, the, the, for the first episode or something like that. I listened to someone else DMing or it might even be like you and Outlaws Noblis or something. And I remember just being like... Man, maybe that was really shit. Like, maybe what I did was bad. Like, and it was because <laughs> because it was it is exactly that thing of like the the longer you have to like sit with something and mull over it and whatever, like you're always going to want to. Or I think there's like a it's like almost like a natural protection, right? Uh, especially if you if you know the predisposition of certain people who listen is going to be to find fault with it where there potentially isn't fault right because that Mm. happens as people of color we've spoken about this before that Mm -hmm. you know in what we've just said like you know the amount of people that will come at you for stuff that's there's no there's no business there's no need for them to come for you and as a femme presenting person i imagine it's even worse considering like listening to nadpod Mm. uh i know that emily axford just gets ripped on by some by elements of their audience or even uh for dimension 20 i mean i've had blogs written about me and things that i've said on twitter about how i game my games i got accused of railroading my players because i told them what was going to happen (sighs) <sighs> I think like here's, here's here's a genuine question though. When someone's going to the to the to the effort to write like a whole blog post, I was really flattered. That's actually. what I mean. Like, yeah. is there a part of you that's not just a bit like, wow, I'm living in your head rent free? Do you know what I mean? Like, I like I don't know you. You like you do not know me. <laughs> like, and yet still you feel the need to do this. Yeah, I mean, my my skin is thicker than most because. I was a community manager for a free-to-play game. You know, people, people, people told me to go drink bleach and get cancer on a regular basis. Uh, like, yeah, you laugh. So when it came to being in the space, and I guess I carry myself with a, a sense of imperviousness. Mm. And I, I guess that intimidates people. I'm not intimidating, they are intimidated. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And so I haven't had many people come for me. Um, and if they do, I just block them because I'm just like, okay, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy having me live rent free in your head. Um, yeah. If you would like to live in my head, um, I charge per the hour. So <laughs> you're in my rates. Yeah. <laughs> and it ain't cheap, let me tell you. Yeah. It ain't cheap. That's prime real estate. So. <laughs> So yeah, my yeah. my skin is thicker than most. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I have my moments. Mm. Actually, shall, shall I make a confession? <gasps> Please do. Please. The moments before you messaged me, oh, I was sitting on the timeline, scrolling through, and I was having a sad moment. I was like, ah, oh, I wish someone would invite me to something because it's been a while. 
I feel like people don't remember what I do or who I am or anything like that. I wish I could be part of something again. That would that would be really nice. And then, oh, and I was like, oh, God. It's like, woe is me. Very sad. <laughs> Boo-hoo. And then you messaged. And I was like, oh, oh yes. <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> the universe. Ah, yeah, I'm drawing no. <laughs> from that power. <laughs> like, yeah. Fair, the universe like literally adding. told me to take a seat. <laughs> take a seat. <laughs> Be quiet. What are you crying about? Um, here you so go. Here you go. Hug yeah. The yeah. universe came up, put a blanket around you, and went, hey, come on. Sit yeah. down at the table. You're welcome. Come on. <laughs> like. <laughs> so, you know, like normal people, I have my off days. There are days that, mm. you know, I <laughs> rethink all my life choices. I, you know, I, because I come from a marketing background, that's what I got my degree in. I have to have a plan. I have to execute the plan. I then have to get to the metrics of my plan. I then need to analyze my met- uh, metrics and then make a new plan based on what I want in the future. And it has to be both achievable, but also out there. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I I just don't have the energy to do it anymore. And I'm just like, what am I doing with myself? Why, why am I here? <laughs> what is life? It's, mm. I'm going to go back to the office. <laughs> it, it's super important to acknowledge those days, though, I think. Um, I think it's super important to be like honest with yourself when, when you're having one of those days, because I think if you don't acknowledge it, and I don't know if you, uh, either of you can uh, feel the same, but like I feel like I can get myself into like a really destructive like, headspace where I start like, it's like when, that's when the imposter syndrome gets real loud. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I start really being like, why am I doing this? Like, what's the point? What's it all for? You know what I mean? It can, it, it, yeah. it, you can get into that like negative spiral. Whereas I find that when I acknowledge it and I go, yo, today is not the one. Uh, I'm gonna take a me day. You know what I mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. Just I'm just gonna distract myself. Like whatever it is that is causing it. I'm like I need to just distance myself because then tomorrow I'll come back and I'll be able to go at that thing guns blazing or you know whenever you know when I'm feeling mm-hmm. sort of better I'll be able to come at it guns blazing. But I won't be able to do that if I've kind of sabotaged myself a little bit in some yes, way. Yes, hundred percent. You know, do I do either of you get it where you're like irrationally critical, where you yes. will oh, yeah. you will be looking at oh, yeah. something, mm-hmm. thinking, "Wow, we're doing so well," but then also there's like another you sitting there being like, "Well." Actually, and like <laughs> both if you of compare them. yourself to critical role, yeah, <laughs> you know and actually, mean? you could have done this and this and this and this and this just yeah, a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, actually, if, if we add up all those flaws, you're actually doing pretty bad. And it's just like, yeah. oh no. And then the other one's like, but also look, and then it's yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, this, this was this was this was this is a this is a peek behind the screen. But to go back to the aforementioned Nadpod DM thing, <laughs> this one I remember. A couple months after it happened, it, wasn't, it probably wasn't even that long ago. Just having one of them days, I didn't realize I was in that destructive pattern, and I just found myself just. I'll just have a look. I'll just have a look at the comments. Oh no! And I wasn't. And the thing is, I wasn't in a. It wasn't. I wasn't in like a good day where I was feeling like, yeah. Oh no! You know no. what I mean? Like I did this. It was like one of those days where I was like, hmm. And I was just scrolling. I am and it seeking really... evidence to prove the yes. little voice. Yes. 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 yes, yes. And I sat I there. I sat there, and it was like I was feeding this kind of gluttonous monster in the corner of my brain. You know what I mean? It was like that when Homer. I don't know if you've the Simpsons episode where he goes out to hell and has been feed. Fed oh, yeah, donuts. The, the, the donuts. Like yeah. that was like, you know what I mean? That was me and my brain just feeding this part of myself. And then, and it's like, and then 
it's what's weird is it like fully tarnishes that thing for you, right? Like yeah. it fully makes that thing in your head. Like when you think about it, then then you instantly want to relate it to that negative side. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then on Discord, literally like I think it was like a few days ago, someone was like, "Hey, I found this because the Nadpod, the the uh, the Nadpod one shot that Jasper did, like he absolutely crushed it and did like a really long." thing about how much they enjoyed the voices and the NPCs mm-hmm. and the world building and I was just like ah oh. it's, it, and it's it's like such a roller coaster I feel like especially when you're having to put your own creativity out there and put your own you know because that's these are all things that we're choosing to make. It's not like, I feel like it's, it was easier when I was an actor. If like someone didn't like my performance, I'm like, meh, well, the director told I, me to do I that. Got and yes. yeah, I got exactly. paid. And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, it's you so got yeah. cast in the part. And like, yeah, there's, there's so many steps like, you have yeah. to take exactly. to validate yourself. And, and like to, to remove your own, uh, you know, it, it, the, to remove yourself. Whereas stuff like that is just like fully like, hey, this is like a little bit of me that I put out there and I dangle out there. And I think. To, to go kind of bring it back full circle, Gloss, and, and I wonder if you almost have any advice that you would give. Like, the um, that's the thing that I would say to any sort of young Gloss or a, or a young <laughs> Jasper or whatever who wants to mm. get into this. is like, be ready that, like, in this it, uh, industry, in this, like, world, in this create... Like, when you're putting yourself out there as a creative and you're putting your name on things or, like, your company name or, what, or, your, or your chosen name, like, it can get real uncomfortable you know what i mean and you kind of have to it kind of comes with the territory but like it's good to ready yourself because i definitely don't think i was ready on some element on in some aspect because i was so used to it as an actor which is so much more removed than this yeah i think it's because as well you know when we think about content creators we think about youtubers and instagrammers and tiktokers now they only ever show the good and no one Mm. ever talks about the bad so you know you see all these people living in their mansions you know getting all the sign-ups. You don't see the hard work that goes into those sign-ups. The the sad days sitting alone in your room, wondering if you would ever get any sign-ups or any products or any sponsorships. You don't you don't see that any of that unless you are doing it. And and <laughs> it's why all content creators have therapy, I swear. Mm. <laughs> like <laughs> like because yeah, because when you are an artist, you know, no matter what your medium what you want to give to the world is always you want it to be greater than yourself. And mm. it, it's a really vulnerable position to, to put upon yourself, especially if you, you know, are a little sensitive or not very thick skinned or not experienced that before. It, it, you know, it can be a really, really big blow. I mean, as I said, I'm, you know, I'm on a semi break. I haven't streamed or done any D and D for well over a year. Mm. Um, because I did, I took a very hard hit and I had to, you know, before yeah. I traumatize myself. You have to protect like, yourself. I'm, never, I'm yeah. never doing this again. And, I and hate ruin D&D. the thing that you love, right? Yeah. Like really yeah. ruin it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Take, a, take a step back, you know, go go do something that you enjoy, um, you know, because it will always be waiting there. And, you know, as I said, I haven't streamed in over a year. And look, I am here being interviewed about what I did over a year ago. So, you know, no one's going to forget you. Your work is still there. You know, you're not going to miss out. You're not going to lose anything by taking mm. time for you. And I mm. think that's one thing is the fear of missing out as well. Oh, man, I mm. still, uh, you know, I'm still living in the day to day of like, we have to put out an episode every week. 
If yeah. we do not put out, if we skip one week of Three Black Halflings, every <laughs> single ship. listener yeah. will leave. <laughs> the ship and falls apart. It will, yeah. it will just, a single missed week and a show yeah. crumbles. Yeah. All of our audience goes over to rival no. shows. No, no, that won't happen. I promise you. Like, What's funny is like, I love the, like, I love the other shows. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, rival go, isn't even a, like, a it's fair rival, like, There are no rival shows. Well, yeah. maybe Critical Role. I mean, we can, I like, like, I want to get there. We start building, you know we mean? start building heat for a, for a conflict of critical role. <laughs> yeah. We're calling you out, Mercer. We're calling you out. I mean, we're never going to have that Amazon money. So, you know. <laughs> there you go. Uh, actually, this, this reminds me, there's, uh, I don't know if this, ugh, I don't know if our, our newspaper, like I've lived here for years. Are newspaper comics big over here? I think they they have been. Uh, okay. I don't, know. I don't think they are now. There's, I don't know if Calvin and Hobbes been. made it over here, but Calvin and Hobbes is a really, really popular American newspaper comic strip. Uh, hugely popular and massively acclaimed. And the writer of that actually took a sabbatical like 10 years in. Where oh, yes, he, Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, I've definitely yeah, seen Yeah, Calvin and Hobbes. Sorry, it's a little boy in his, in his stuffed tiger. Yeah, that he, yeah, like, yeah that tiger like comes yeah. to oh, life. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. the red tractory thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really, really good. And Ka- the creator just straight up stopped doing it because he for a while because he was like, this is getting too stressful. He was, it's, I don't think people pay as much attention to it, but Calvin and Hobbes was really experimental. And so he kept having like a lot of conflicts with the newspapers and people that were like overseeing him trying to be like, oh, I'm just trying to do different things with the format. And they're like, no, even though he's one of the most popular strips in the United States. And so he ended up just taking a break because it got to the point of like, this is affecting my enjoyment of this thing that I love. And I just got to take a hell a break for my own health. And he did. He's, he walked away from the show for like, a, I think, two years and then came back, did it for a few more years and then went out on top. And like he he fi- he reached the point where he's like, cool, I've said everything I want to say with this strip. I'm going to leave. And people are like, wait, but no, like because it was so <laughs> popular. But it's I think it's very important that uh, people need to recognize if you don't. And actually, I know a person that I know, I think, just got their um, Ph.D. After like years of work and then had a complete like physical health breakdown and they made a post about it on Facebook. If you do not take care of your health, both uh, physical and mental, uh, it will take care of you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, it's it's a matter of when you're going to take the break and what are the circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always I always think of it as a bit like uh, it's a bit like money, right? Like it, it, it's like if you're in debt, like to yourself, if you're in debt mentally, if you're in debt physically, do you know what I mean? It's always easier to pay that yeah. debt off in smaller chunks than the when the bailiff <laughs> comes round. And yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the loan shark take- <laughs> starts yeah. breaking kneecaps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you when you just step off of a like the pavement or something or the sidewalk and it like t- completely busts your ankle and you're like, what? How have I become this frail? <laughs> oh, I haven't done the exercise for like yeah. three years. <laughs> I am totally stealing that saying. That's amazing. Goss, would you agree though that there's a certain level of artifice that's needed because it, 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 since it's a performative medium uh, you usually want a little element of like performativity in in conjunction with like the the realness uh, where it's like 
oh, well, like a hello halflings. Like, oh, I'm introducing a catchphrase and people can go like, hey, uh, as opposed to being like, hey, guys. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is three black halflings. Yeah, because we're not white, right? Like, this is uh, yeah. earlier. <laughs> well, we can't just be like chill and normal. We got to we got to do something. <laughs> yeah. OK, so I've, I've spoken about this before and other interviews I've been in. But when you stream, when you do a podcast or when you play at a table, it's three different games. Because with a podcast, they can't see you. All they have is your voice. Mm. In a stream, they can see you, but they can only see you from, like, you know, collarbone up in my mm-hmm. case. <laughs> I'm short, okay? <laughs> um, I love the way that, that like, in, in your head there, you're like, I'm not going to reframe this. Where the camera is is where it is. You're getting my no. chin upwards, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, there's nothing I can do. No, there's nothing I can do. I can put pointy down, but then, you know, it'll just be all the cleavage. <laughs> you know? and, then, and then I'll get accused of, like, doing a, a whole other whole type of show. Stream. It's a whole it's a different, different stream thing. at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, when you're playing at the table... Or you're playing offline in my case because I'm locked down. Mm. <laughs> um, playing offline is so more relaxed. Playing, a, you know, I'm working on a podcast right now, uh, which is called um, Black AF and Noble. It's a all black uh, POC noble game because you know we we want to get on the noble bullshit intrigue palace dramas too. Mm. <laughs> Hell yeah! But, um, yeah. Even then, that is completely different from streaming because you know. We can go, okay, pause. I need to go answer the door. Actually, I don't like where this is going. Hang on a second. Everyone on hit, stop. We're going to talk about this. When you're streaming, it's live. It's in the moment. It's there. And I've had very horrific things happen in streamed games. Well, I've just had to smile. Oh, no. And laugh. Mm. But inside, I'm like... Well, you can actually kind of see on some of them. I'm like physically shaking. Mm. Where I'm either angry or I'm sad or something. You know, really horrific things. Mm. And you and you know you know the audience is there, so you just smile because you don't want to upset everything. And people talk about safety tools, but you know in a stream game, those safety tools are very inaccessible. Yes. Um, yes. In the moment, in the heat of things, and it's only afterwards. You know, hopefully you do aftercare and you know take care of yourself so you can talk about them. Mm. Um, and and so. Yes, there's a performance. It depends on your audience, depending on your medium. Of course, there's there's a performance. Obviously, people telling people to smash that subscribe, snowboarders, and all that, <laughs> yeah. all that nonsense. You know, there is a format on YouTube that you have to do to appeal to the YouTube algorithm. You know, imagine trying mm. to do a TTRPG that's 10 minutes. In ten minute episode chunks, could you imagine? Hey, now gloss and there no, is an idea. No, there no, is an idea. no. Put it ten minutes so we could crank out and <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't take. You, you just record for two hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, you just record it, for two it, hours. Two hours, and then and cut we've got it the whole season. Ten minute chunks. <laughs> we got the whole damn season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Like I'll take Your my loss. royalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, You're no. always mm. putting that backstop in. I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, fair. I'll take royalties for the idea, <laughs> but uh, you can have that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you know, there is there is a little bit of a performance depending on your medium. No one, no one can see you if you're a podcast. Mm. If you're a stream, you can't hit pause. You know, when you're offline, anything goes. So have all the fun and the wacky shenanigans. And and I think as well, yeah, it's like there's this. There is um, a level of 
I think there's a level of artifice which serves the medium. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like I think like you were saying, like to hit that YouTube algorithm or whatever it is. But like, but like I think for you know, if I was doing a uh, uh, a podcast about like a true crime podcast, or if I was doing a podcast about self help, or if I was doing a podcast, do you know what I mean like I think I'd be a, I, I, it would be a different demeanor. There would be a different approach just because you have to pick what is appropriate for the the medium that you're in. And I think that for like you know this you know this and what we're in is like i mean the, luckily the, the what we did and i think this is where we kind of got a bit lucky with three black halflings is that like it fits us as a uh as a as as like uh, as people you know this show fits us so it's very close like the artifice is very close to just us you know mm. what i mean like i can tell you the when that like we had like a weekend where we all got together and uh did some we when we recorded the first ever episode of the cub and the caterpillar i can tell you as soon as those mics were off there was very little difference <laughs> between, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, part of me now is still gutted that we didn't just, I didn't just mic that whole room up and was just like, this is going to be gold for days. Do you know what I mean? Because it didn't, it didn't change. Without like, it, telling it, us, of course. Which is okay, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. That's the BTS, man. That's how you get the good BTS. Yeah. Like, um, so, uh, yeah, I think it is very, it is very interesting having to, uh, and I, I, I'm kind of excited because, like, you know, I've been wanting to, or I've been thinking about, oh, I wonder if I would do another podcast, or what I would talk about, and what I would do, and it would be interesting to see what, how that might change for me. Do you know what I mean? How, like, mm. the, you know, I might approach, uh, um, be, you know, approaching the same thing where it's just me and uh, like a mic, but but with less of a, you know, uh, like, you know, where I go in a slightly different direction in terms of my, you know, expression and and things like that. So. Yeah, that is very, very interesting. Um, we should, before we wrap up, we have to do something very, very important, Gloss. Mm. Which is, for all of our guests, we ask for one thing and one thing only. That is a tale from the table. It could be anything. It could be anything truly wild. Top shelf, bonkers, whatever you want it to be. Uh, it could be heartfelt. Yeah, thematically be... relevant, if you have anything. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is what is the assignment? <laughs> Basically, a t- the assignment is whatever you want it to be. No, uh, it's it's, it's, a, a, it's yeah. a story from one of the TTRPG experiences, the myriad TTRPG experiences that you've had. Something that jumps out to you as a particularly notable story, either because it's really heartwarming, because okay. it's funny, etc. Sounds like you got it though. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's a story that I like telling, and I'm gonna. T- I don't think I've actually told it in an interview yet. Ooh, um, I'm gonna. We got that exclusive. I- yeah. I'm going to title it uh, The Day I Discovered I Was a Min-Maxer. I have this day too. Yes. <laughs> so okay, exciting. So I'm playing, drag, uh, uh, I'm playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist. I'm playing a drow, Sorkadin, or Paladork, depending on how you want to <laughs> do it, um, of Illustrae. Mm. <clears throat> and I come up against one of the villains in the game. And it very exclusively says in the book, your party at fifth level can take on these villains together, but it will be a very challenging encounter. Mm. So we're actually chasing after one of the other party members who's doing a little bit of like espionage escape, trying to wrap everything up. And we're trying to, you know, don't do it alone. We'll help you. Power of friendship. <laughs> and um, one of the Castellanters turns up. Lord Castellanter turns up. 
<clears throat> and I tell the party. Uh, oh, I, yes, I'm also riding my giant lizard in my nightdress in the rain because there was no time to put my armor on because it takes 10 minutes oh no <laughs> you were in yeah. that kind of campaign i see yeah, yeah. i yeah, see yeah. it wasn't like yeah. a hey my armor happens to be uh set up no. in the corner and i iron man whoop, i sleep no. in my armor yeah no 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 unfortunately not no no she wasn't a sleeping armor type she, she was a proper lady mm. um and so i tell the party go on without me i'll slow him down i was expecting to die Mm. Okay. And um, to summarize this story, I will just say sex is good, but have you ever uh, defeated Casalanta as a level four Sorkadin wearing nothing but your nighty? Whoa. <laughs> that is. Wow. <laughs> wow. Was it. Because. What was the reaction? Was it close? Of your party? Yeah. yeah. Was, it, was it a close fight? Like, how close was it? I, I think I was down to 11 HP. I was like. Lay on hands. I was every spell slot was a smite. Mm-hmm. Um, we also like did paid. Um, <laughs> we also did paid. Um, we called them listeners, and basically, if you gave us bits and chose a listener, we, that person would be gifted, and they did different things. And there was one that would give an automatic crit. <gasps> oh, for a paladin! Whoa. That's that's insane. That's, oh, that's so wow. powerful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was burning through. Every high level, um, because, you know, as a, as a Sorkadin, mm. you get more spell slots. Because mm-hmm. as a Paladin, you're only a half caster, but then you add, add a full cast, and you get more spell slots. It's yeah. amazing. So I had, I had more smites than I should have. Mm. And I was burning through them, and the chats was throwing money at me. Amazing. This is so high. And I was, do- I I was doing, all- and so I was auto critting, doing all this damage. My lizard was doing all the damage because you know if you're sitting on your lizard, the lizard also does the damage that you do. So they, sh- so she was biting. Her name was Angaste. She was <laughs> biting. I was smiting. Her bite would be smited, but it was an auto crit, so double damage everywhere. Wow. <laughs> it was the crazy. most math I ever did. I actually died in that episode <gasps> because along came uh, Manchun. And then use power word kill on me, and I had like eleven no. hit points left. What? Oh! And I was just like, I tried to like, um, so I like got because I was trying to defend the body of like one of my companions. I like put it on my riding lizard. <gasps> I slapped her butt. I sent her sent oh, her riding no. off. I was, no. I was there doing a last stand. I knew I didn't have this fight. I was I was out of spell slots. I was out of like everything. Ooh, everything. Oh. And I was just like. I'm doing something stupid and paladin-y, but it's amazing. That is very paladin-y. This is the most <laughs> yeah, dramatic thing. Like, this is so like, cool. Absolutely beasting like a BBEG and then yeah. throwing yourself on the sword for your comrade. That is like incredibly paladin-y. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then power word killed me. Wow. And obviously, when you lose consciousness or die, your lizard, your, your you know, your... your oh, fine. Your horse, so Was it a fine steed? I, Yes, it was fine yes. speed. Oh, fine speed disappears. And so my friend fell off and rolled in the street, and and then they were captured by Manchun. It was a very good episode, very stressful. Whoa. But yeah, that no was doubt. yes. Wow. But that was the day I discovered I was a min maxer because yeah. I yeah. should not have been able to kill that castle. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, I yeah. That's it's a hard it's a hard thing to kick. I think I finally kicked it. I think. I think mm. I've recently gotten to a point where I'm like, well, I kind of like having flaws. 
<laughs> you know, I'm finally happy. I'm finally ready to have flaws again as a as a player. But like, I was, uh, I've been in, I've been riding the train of like, how broken can I make my characters for a while now? <laughs> I can't I can't bring myself to give myself bad stats in the specific areas that the character needs. Like that's, I can't. Yeah, that's I couldn't thing, be like yeah. a fighter with horrible physical stats. Yeah, like I couldn't bad do decks. that. Yet. It would. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that. I, could I can never do, do like that. oh, yeah, I, bad, I have a cup like really low intelligence or really low charisma or really low this or that. I I can do yeah. that but i'm like the other stuff i'm like nah man i need my yeah, stats I need, man i need, I need my I need stats it. man <laughs> please that was literally that was genuinely like i i, I guessed on a show with jeremy the other day and uh, my character was like had minus three minus ones in like three different categories <laughs> and then but like plus three or plus four in the other three <laughs> <laughs> so it was still it was actually really the definition of min maxing yeah. to be quite honest but i rolled oh man i rolled so bad on my uh, my stats it was like it was literally like 16 6 <laughs> so like 15 8 i was like come on <laughs> i've actually never rolled a bad statted character Whoa. I am blessed by the RNG gods. I I roll really high and I've changed dice. I make people watch my rolls because, you know, I don't ever want to be accused of, um, you know, of rolling bad. Yeah. You know, I think I even played um, Call of Cthulhu and I rolled 200% in the same game and someone worked out that that had a 1 in 10,000 chance of happening. Wow. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's just what I it's do. What and, that, and, and that was on roll 20 of all places. You oh, know, so wow. Digital dice. So it yeah. wasn't even like, yeah. And they make everybody even... can verify. So there's yes. no yes. possibility of fudging. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I do yeah. think, though, that you've set a precedent now. Like, if you ever come to play with us, you know that you're going to roll bad stats. Like, because you've prefaced <laughs> this now, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. Knock on that word. Because you have prefaced this now, like you know that whatever you roll will be hot garbage. So, um, I guess then I'm playing hot garbage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it'll be hot, so that's the main thing. Yeah, there you exactly. Go. I, I love a trash fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, ah, amazing. What a pleasure oh. to whoa. <laughs> Sorry, Gloss just disappeared for a second there. Your computer uh, is bigger than you are. Your monitor is so large. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was either that or it was just a forced perspective of yeah, the, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know what? Here we go. We'll have a little tour. So Ooh. there's my microphone. Ignore that. No, there's, okay. there's a screen. Oh yeah. Whoa. There's, there's another Jeez. screen up there. That is like a TV. There, that's us. Hey, look at that, that we can, setup. We, we can fit Zoom and. Whoa, you weren't kidding. My- you have all the gear. You have all the gadgets. <laughs> I am very jealous. I feel... I mean, the hint is in my name. It's true. Oh, yeah, I literally there you get go. to say you have all the gadgets. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> and speaking of amazing, it was that was so great to get to talk to you. And um, please inform the Halflinks uh, where they can find uh, more of your stuff, if you indeed want them to find you, if, uh, if, you're, if you're still happy just... Sitting back, then you don't have to. You can plug whatever you want. <laughs> Hello, halflings. Uh, yes, my name is Glass and Gadgets. You can find me on the interwebs as Glass and Gadgets everywhere. And when I'm not doing random interviews because I feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only oh reason God. that she did yeah. it. No, also because it's the three halflings. Like, come on, like. You know, I did my stint with Motherlands, and now I'm here. Like I'm just <laughs> just doing the rounds. Roll twenty, yeah, the rounds. Roll tw- roll 20 with um, Orion soon. That, that's that's my. Um, that's the next one. Yeah. That, 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 yeah, that's the goal. Um, but yes, when you can't find me, 
on the internet, which is pretty much impossible because I work at home and so I live on the internet. Um, I make theatrical jewellery and headpieces and gear because I like dressing up for streams. And I was like, I'm poor, so I'm going to make it myself. So, um, yes, if you've ever seen the Tree Star Keyring, I am the creator of that. So you can come get a Tree Star from me. And soon, I promise you very soon, I will have a podcast of my very own, which is called Black AF and Noble. And it's going to be a intrigue palace drama uh, with all PLC. And it's going to be amazing because um, we've really gone out there with it. Oh, this is so cool. That is so cool. I want to, uh, I know that this is, is this, is this streaming or is this going to be podcasting? This is going to be a podcast. This is going to be a podcast. I'm, 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 okay, yeah, I, w- I want you rest. to imagine that I am, uh, I am pulling up a seat in the front row yes. of this <laughs> podcast auditorium uh, because that sounds uh, cool AF and I'm very yes. excited for it. I that snuck in backstage and I'm just looking on from the sides <laughs> through the curtain just like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. whoa. Well, we are hoping, hoping that once we get going, we can have guests slots where people can come in and live the POC noble fantasies because you know we can play kings dukes mm-hmm. emperors and empresses. I want to be like a nasty mm-hmm. little prince you know what I mean I want to be like <laughs> a real petulant little Joffrey <laughs> that uh, everyone's just like ah oh, god Joffrey like, I wanna... William Carter. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what I want. Uh, so, I think jo- uh, that mm, that's a concern that Joffrey William Cartwright doesn't actually sound <laughs> like an illegitimate name. I yeah. may change my name. You have everyone. an evil twin named Joffrey William Cartwright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, how did you know? Oh, oh dear. Okay, we have to go put Joffrey uh, back downstairs. I'll, just, I'll be back in two seconds, guys. He's out <laughs> again, and uh, if he stays out for too long, then the world implodes. So. Um, <laughs> But thank you so much for joining us. And I think we can kind of tease this now. We can say, which is very exciting, that uh, Gloss has agreed to run a little uh, a TTRPG for us, which I am very excited, called The Quiet Year. And uh, that will be coming out uh, either next week or w- within a few weeks of this one. Who knows what happens with scheduling and uh, mm. all kinds of weird things can happen. So, But make sure you keep an eye out for that upcoming episode because I am very excited to do that yeah thanks so much if you want to find out more about three black halflings as if one of your first episodes then you can find us everywhere at tb halflings including on the patreon uh, at tb halflings where you get more bonus content in your life plus we do merch it's very very cool go check yeah. it out go buy it oh and follow uh, us on twitter because both of us are on twitter now Oh yeah, we are. Oh, we could plug our Twitters. That's true. We can. Whoa, I've never plugged mine before because I'm I always going feel to bad. follow right now. What yes. are they? So you can follow me at JW underscore Cartwright. Yo. And you can follow me at Jeremy Cobb one. It's Cobb with two B's. I made this thing ten years ago. That's that's how I got Jeremy Cobb one. I was Jeremy like, locked down I was like his the name second on Jeremy every Cobb new platform that comes out. <laughs> uh, I, um, Vine, look, I found you TikTok, both straight away. Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy's got it all and never used it. But yep. he's got Jeremy Cobb. <laughs> Only <laughs> fans. Uh, yeah. All of them. All of them. That I've never used. Ever. Thank you. Yeah, let me let's wrap that, that up. Note. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to find my OnlyFans. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, um, uh, I don't want them to find it either. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you so much to Gloss and Giadrich for joining us. And we will see you next week. So long, shy of folks. So long, They're shy waving, folk. waving noises, waving noises, yeah, waving noises. Yeah, waving noises, waving noises, waving noises. We always wave for no reason.
It is about that time, you know what time it is, to thank some of our incredible patrons who have signed up to the Patreon recently. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It really does help us do so many incredible things on the show, and we wouldn't be able to do it without your support. If you maybe like the idea of signing up to Patreon and getting bonus episodes, bonus content, all kinds of stuff, live streams, you know it, it's there, uh, then head over to patreon.com forward slash tbhalflings. But... Without further ado, let's give out some Shire Folk thanks. I would like to thank T. Vigaski, Myrina Dyer, Katrin, uh, Kyle Spillman, uh, Janaius Corbolo. Very cool. Corbulu? Maybe it's Corbulu. Very sweet. Love that name. Andrew S. Joe Taylor. Brooke Siegel. Jacob Capan. Steve. Just Steve. Chris Rizipa. I hope I got that one right. I struggle wrong as always. Orion Johns. Ayana Patris Brown. Nose a guy. That's a cool one. I like nose a guy. Ben. Harriet Small. Andrea Eagleman. Nathaniel Rogers. Edraconis Lupus. So sick. Chris Harper. Robert Guilford. Summer Zachary. Stephen Hill. David Conn. And Miller Wren. Thank you so much for signing up to the Patreon. We love you very, very much. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>